0: Welcome to episode 120 of Tea with Tammy. And yes, you've guessed it. I am Tammy. Now, I'm keeping it 100. Um, there's construction going outside my door right now. And you might occasionally hear some of that throughout this episode. You might hear a nice buzzing of electronics and machinery outside my my door. Um, but hey, we're going to get through this just like we did the last four years with Trump. So first topic, we have a new principal of our big ass school of the United States. And that is Joe Biden. And you know who his vice principal is? Kamala Harris. So congratulations to those two for making history um, the most votes received ever. And our first Black VP who is also female? Like, get get the fuck out of here. I know we all have, you know, our gripes of these two's uh, history and resume. But let's be optimistic. Let's look in the future. Because, I mean, we can't change what has been done. But hopefully, moving forward, we can hold them accountable in righting those wrongs. And so again, I'm glad history was made. I'm glad Dave Chappelle was able to comment on, (laughs) on the election, um, recommending that white people come and get their nigga lessons so they can survive this world that we're in. And ultimately I'm just, I'm just relieved, you know, my TV was on for days I don't even watch like regular TV like that. And so for the fact that I was watching stations I never watch and tuning into programs I never would have tuned in for how long I tuned in for, it it was just it was just a lot. It was it was a lot to take in. And I'm glad that it's ending. I know it's not officially over because Trump is currently going out sad. You know, he's the worst sore loser. I saw I saw this clip online of, you know, a fake announcement saying, you are not the president. And then, you know, Trump kicking and screaming and yelling backstage like it's the Mari show. And that's what we're living through right now. That clip of the Mari show of Trump just kicking and screaming because the results just weren't in his favor. And it was all expected. We knew this was coming. I mean, Bernie Sanders called it bar for bar. I saw a clip of him online saying, "You know, it's going to be tough because when Trump loses, oh, he's gonna he's gonna pull every card of voter fraud and mail-in ballots and and, you know just endless doubt and misery." (laughs) But we'll see where that takes him. I know he's ultimately upset that he's no longer protected by the government. Trump has a lot of skeletons in his closet. And now that he's out of office, I know he is scared. But hey, that's his problem, sis. I just hope he doesn't pop up with a podcast soon or any type of like new platform to where I have to see or hear him for more years to come. Like let him crawl back into the sewer that he came out of and him and his family can eat plain chicken and rice all day because that's what they look like they do <laughs> they just eat plain chicken and rice all day don't they look like that I, I saw this family picture of all of it and I was just like ill but anyway moving on okay so it's this is weird because it's like a double a double I don't even know what to call it but it's a double murder what we're looking at um, in the most basic terms and one murder being King Vaughn, the other being MO3, Mo3. Both very talented individuals up and coming, just now getting the, the recognition and spotlight that they deserve due to their talent and gone too soon. King Vaughn at 26, MO3, Mo3 at 28, all due to the lifestyle that they have surrounded themselves with. It's tough to talk about. And someone was asking me, um, or I was discussing my podcast the other day with a friend and they were telling me how, you know, I tune into your show because you tell it like it is. You, you say things that I'm afraid to say out loud. And so I'm here to do that today. And it's, you listen, it's still a human life loss, regardless of what they were doing in the streets, what they were saying on the internet, what they were toting on their waist. It's still a human life and we shouldn't be so desensitized to negate the, um, the a tear of the next man just because the person whose life is lost was involved in gang or beef activity. But on that other side of that coin, it's like, what do you expect? Okay, so King Vaughn, this isn't his first run-in with something serious. It's unfortunate that this last run-in caused his life, but he has been in and out of the system, the the, um, juvenile, um, jail, and prison system since he was as young as, I believe, 14, 15 There's been multiple interviews where he's confirmed where he's spent 14-month sentences, 12-month sentences, you know, scattered here and out until he was 18. And then, bam, 19, he um, goes goes away for three and a half years for first-degree murder um, and, like, attempted murder. Now, those charges are dropped or he's acquitted. 2019, right back at it, another attempted murder charge with him and Lil Dirk, And it's like... Nigga, can you just sit down like you're on your way? We see the talent and you're still getting involved with things. But some people say it's because of the organization he was a part of in the streets that his family founded. And so it's it's hard to not be a product of that lifestyle. If your family was the founding fathers, you know, if, if my dad was um, the founder of Krispy Kreme, Like my house is going to smell like donuts all the time. And so people say that we can't blame King Vaughn for being this tough, gangster, toting guns, in and out of jail type of person. But here, here's, here's my opinion. You get sometimes exactly what you ask for. And days before he lost his life, you know, you know what he tweeted? You know what King Von tweeted? Niggas want to kill me. Yawn emoji. Yawn emoji? The yawn emoji tells me that you you are not concerned. Or this does not bother you. You do not care. You know what's happening. I just wish that maybe the people around him would have been more, uh, active in saying, hey, chill. I know, I know this is where you come from. This doesn't have to be where we're going. Um, side note, now T.I., of course, sprinkled his little two cents on top of the, of the, um, situation when it comes, when it, uh, when it comes to King Vaughn and he said, hey, can y'all stop killing people in my city? Atlanta is a beautiful city, and y'all need to stop coming here to kill each other. <sighs> so a lot of people were a little annoyed with that comment because it was insensitive. I agree. That is very insensitive. Like, we're mourning a life right now, and you want to be like, hey, 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 not not on my lawn. Like, what? Like, whoa, 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 you're bleeding on my shoes type shit. And it's like T.I., I know ever since you put that suit on, when it was TI versus tip, and ever since you haven't looked back and you think you're just this expeditiously the source reading ass nigga, but just chill right now. Chill. We're already annoyed that you've been declining verse battles left and right and you finally accept one. So sit your ass down and prepare for that. We don't need your two cents on the matter, nor on the dollar, okay? And I know a lot of people have- Responded to him saying like chill. Um, one person being Waka Flocka. Usually I'm not on the side of Waka Flocka when he speaks, but this time I was. But let's get to Mo three. Mo three very talented. He was like the he was the hood songbird that everyone enjoyed. It was just very soulful. It was very like authentic. It was raw and again, from the streets, but he was also known to have some beefs as well with some some local rappers. I know there's connection with yellow beezy. I don't know the details, but I do know that he's the first to tell you that everyone's not everyone's not your friend everyone everyone ain't your partner, <laughs> and so hey, he knew this he 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 paraded around with his guns and videos, pretending they were violins and playing them like guitars and It's like it's funny, it's cool, like your music is in the background, and we're all hee hee ha ha, key keying it up, but it's like it's in our face what they're asking for, the life that they're living, and although it is still sad, it's exactly. What they were asking for. And it's it's, it's it's sad because both of these gentlemen had kids, have kids. And now they won't see their father. <sighs> I just wish we would do a better job at just being smart. It's like you do realize... Consequences exist, and you could only be so untouchable. You know what I mean? You can only be out here for so long thinking that you're so tough. So, you mean to tell me Mo3MO3 MO3 was by himself after so many clips that I've seen on the internet of him bragging about his guns? You shouldn't be anywhere by yourself. That's just me. But hey, if you're that tough figure and you want to take that risk, just know that losing your life is the consequence sometimes. And it happened for both of these individuals. Rest in peace, King Vaughn. Rest in peace, MO3. Gone too soon. I will be jamming their music. And just do better. Just do better, guys. Just do better. Okay. So, side note, um, or next topic, I should say. So, I was getting my hair braided the other day, right? And I walk in. <laughs> I walk in and my hair braider is watching something on the TV. And it's a black woman on the ground getting beat by some random man. And it's like so loud and so dramatic. She's like, No, please don't. Oh my God. You know? And so I jokingly turn to my hair braider. And I'm like, what is this? A Tyler Perry production? And she looks at me, and she's like, Yes, it is. I just started the have it have nots. And I'm like Oh my gosh, I was joking. But of course, it's Tyler Perry. And so she said that she's been binge-watching the have and have-nots for the past week. And she's now on season seven. And we, I I had to suffer through about like five episodes while I got my hair braided. And man, okay. Before, (laughs) listen. Before I get into this shit, just know that I look up to Tyler Perry in in certain areas um Tyler Perry is a mogul and a legend in its in his own right he has built this tremendous studio in Atlanta he has provided opportunities for black and brown individuals he has Turned his life around from being homeless to being one of the biggest black stars that we know. Being a writer, producer, um, just being the anchor in all of his projects. Being the the, the one name um, that they show when a production is starting. He is the writer, the producer, the executive, whatever. Like, he's everything. So, man, is this... Guy amazing on paper so I'm watching the have and have-nots right <laughs> and am I'm so disgusted that there's so many people out there watching this trash ass show okay I do realize that is it that it is a soap opera type show right but I was unaware of how low budget. It was, and how poor the writing was, on top of the horrible acting. The soap opera era is dead. I don't, I don't even hear of older people watching those shows anymore during the day. You know, right after their price is right, their stories are on, and they're watching their shows. I don't even hear of that. We have the ID channel now. We're watching murder mystery shows all day. We're not going to watch your your stupid ass, (laughs) all my children type soap opera show. But here comes Tyler Perry just converting recycled old ass plays and putting it on TV and calling it something different. And man, is the writing just disgusting. There's so many scenes where they talk in circles where I'm just like, clearly the writing got lazy and you just started getting repetitive. The acting is over the top, dramatic, and silly. Just like that one last movie that Tyler Perry dropped where everyone was making fun of it because there's a scene where the guy turns to a lady he's like, Ashtray, bitch! And it's like, it's so over the top and corny. But it's like everyone's favorite scene now because <laughs> who says that? Like, give me my ashtray, bitch! And it was just like, come on, Tyler Perry. This is what we're writing. this is what you're at home writing or scribbling down because I feel like there wasn't much thought into it and this type of content is not timeless it's really not whoever's enjoying it now will not enjoy it five ten years from now because we'll look back and be like what the fuck is this the sets are are so low budget they're like play sets like I, I pay attention to detail unfortunately I got a degree. That required a course called visual, visual arts where all they did was show us movie clips every, every class and point out all the details of like imagery or symbolism, um, costumes, you know, just things that we are usually unaware of. And now that I have that type of eye when I watch something, Tyler Perry productions look fucking. Ridiculous. I'm sorry that I had to just go in on Tyler Perry right now, but it's like it's this love hate that I have with this nigga because it's like you're amazing, you're great, but you're also horrible and stupid. Like at the same damn time, like how can how can we how can you be such a a, a smart person and then just produce such dumb content? And it just nothing. All it does is just makes our people look fucking crazy but if you ask him there's an audience for it and he's telling certain people's stories but where are those people at where they at I want to talk to them I need to change their stories because I don't need these stories depicted on my tv especially when I have to sit in a chair getting my hair braided and I have nowhere else to go (laughs) Tyler Perry help a bitch out but anyway the last thing I want to discuss is oh okay So a publication reached out to me, right, saying like, "Oh, we wanna, we wanna feature you. We wanna ask you some questions and put you on our website." Oh my god! And so you know, thirsty ass Tammy's like, "Okay, send the questions." And I get the questions, and the questions are clearly written by someone who has not listened to Tea with Tammy and um, may have been in a rush or just a basic generic ass person. It's either one or a or combination of those things. And so they're asking me like, What's your what's your um biggest roadblock during this pandemic? Like really, maybe not going outside and having guests. Like it's it's real it's like real obvious things that I would say. Like these are very obvious questions and you're just gonna get nothing but obvious answers. Um what's what's your um your goal for the podcast? And it's like I get it. You may not know. But I've also have done so many other interviews where they've all asked me that same question. And I would just think that by now you have maybe have heard one of those interviews and want to ask something different. I don't know because if you're approaching me, I'm assuming hey, you know me. It's Especially if you're a publication in my city. Hmm. Okay. But you know what you're probably thinking? What's the point of you bringing this up? Are you just throwing shade or whatever? I bring this up to mention or to, to state, I, I would have liked to have been asked something that would have been more personal to the podcast. You know, so if you're out there saying like, I want to be someone who asks the questions, or is on the other side of that and is answering the questions, I want you all to value questions that are specific and meaningful. Because I'm an artist, and Erica Badu said it best. I'm sensitive about my shit. And so if you're just waltzing in here, acting like you don't know shit, you don't know what's from up, from down, you know what I mean? Like, you don't even know how I get down on this podcast. Why are you here? You're offending me. You're telling me that you didn't even want to take the time and energy to get to know me. And you know what this reminds me of? There's this old Breakfast Club interview with Nicki Minaj where she's going off on everyone. Because she had just dropped an album. She just dropped a documentary to go with the album. She gets to the Breakfast Club and they're like, So tell me, what's the title of your album? What's your favorite track? And she's like, Nick, did y'all not listen to my album? Did y'all not even watch a clip of the documentary? Because you're asking me questions you already got the answers to. And if you would have did proper research, you would know these things. That's how I felt. That's how I felt when I received those questions. And so what I would have liked to have been asked is maybe what kind of podcaster am I? You know, time and time again, I sit down with people and they're just like, what got you into podcasting? You know, that's a, that's a valid question. But then now that I'm here, what do I consider myself? And I feel like that's a really good question to just ask yourself as a person. Like, why am I here? What kind of purpose am I serving? And so if I was asked, what kind of podcaster am I? there's tons of options. You know, I could say that I'm a lifestyle podcast. I am a music hip hop podcast. I am an entertainment podcast. I am a comedy podcast. There's so many different things that I can put down, but ultimately I want to say that I am a culture podcast. I talk about things within my black culture. Now, if you're scrolling through the podcasts on Apple or Spotify, there is no category for that. So you'll most likely see me under music just to keep it a buck. Um, but if you were to ask me to put it into my own words, yes, I am a black cultural podcast where I talk about things within the black culture and the purpose of the show I'm, I touched on earlier on, I was talking with a friend the other day about, you know, be me being a podcaster and how they're receiving it on their end. Cause you know, I love tapping in with my friends or people that I don't even know just to get their opinion, their raw opinion. And they say, or my friend said that, you know, they really enjoy the fact that I'm just saying it like it is. I am saying things that some people can't say or don't know how to say, afraid to say, things like that. And so I think that's a big purpose of the show for me to get shit off my chest and be like, here it is, here's here's what we're all thinking type shit, and really educate people on how to share that same opinion or their own opinions confidently. This, this isn't easy, this podcast shit and sharing your opinions as well. I had a really tough podcast last week having to talk about real ass shit that's outside my door, um, that's happening in my city. And the fact that I got on here, told it like it was from my viewpoint, I was applauded for that. I mean, thank you for those individuals who have reached out to me but it's all lumped into what type of podcaster I am, and so if you're a publication out there and you're wanting to reach out to me because you enjoy see with Tammy to some extent, please put some thought into these questions. <laughs> please, 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 because um I think we're just both doing each other a disservice by just being repetitive and repeating stuff that people can find elsewhere or they already have the um, answers to so. Um, moral of the story don't ask questions you got the answers to and on that note follow t tammy <laughs> on apple spotify soundcloud stitcher radio iheart radio i of course have my own website t where you can subscribe with your email and get weekly emails and notifications of new content that is posted feel free to donate to the patreon page which is patreon.com slash t or donate to the cash app which is cash app Um, and then it's dollar sign the Tammy J. So until next time, um, I want you all to be safe, make smart decisions, wash your hands, be kind to each other, and don't engage with idiotic people on the timeline. Y'all are just taking up space and y'all make me want to log out. (laughs) Sip some tea.